What's up, Pacers? If this is your first time joining us, first of all, where the heck have you been? But anyway, this is Peace Talks, and I'm sports editor Will Dalton. I'm Kaylin Richards. I'm Alex Garrison. I'm Bern Glassby, and I'll do pop culture. And I'm Nathan Oates. He's going to be helping me with sports. Monday, January 21st is Martin Luther King Jr. Day. Register today for MLK Day of Service. WPU students, faculty, staff, alumni, and families will volunteer side-by-side in the Raleigh community. Both on- and off-campus volunteer options are available, and volunteers can register online. All volunteers will receive a free t-shirt and two free meals. Transportation will be provided for sites off-campus. On Monday, there will also be a blood drive taking place on campus from 10 a.m. to 2 p.m. All donors will receive a $20 Target gift card, TBC donor card, or photo ID required. There will be a pizza and poster party on Wednesday, January 23rd at 5 p.m. in the Belk Commons in preparation for the January 26th Women's March in downtown Raleigh. On Thursday, January 24th, Cab will be showing Crazy Rich Asians in the Pacer Hub Student Commons at 8 p.m. Also on Thursday, WPU celebrates MLK Jr. at 4.30 p.m. in the Dinwiddie Chapel with keynote address speaker Dr. Harold Doral Briscoe. All right, welcome back to our little sports corner. Um, first thing we're going to take a look at is Peace Women's Basketball. Uh, in their last game, they got a win against Averitt. Let's with a, go. Well, yeah, with a <laughs> final score of 82-79. to 79. That's what's up. Uh, in that game, Michaela Ray, junior forward, actually hit a milestone. She reached 1,000 points, and I think she's the first piece women's basketball player to do that, so that's really great for Michaela Ray. She's a great player for them, uh, has been her whole time here. Congrats. Yeah, for sure. Um, and their next game is going to be here at home against Salem College, uh, and that's going to be tomorrow on Saturday. Uh, and now let's move on to men's basketball. Uh, they actually lost against North Carolina Wesleyan. So um, we pick it back up. And Wesleyan is actually one of the top teams in the conference this year. So yeah. even though they did lose, uh, it was a tight game. Um, Peace played very well. Their second half, in fact, uh, from the beginning, you know, they exchanged back and forth blows with Wesleyan from the three-point line. Uh, Tyson Sellers, huge game from three-point line. Uh, but they couldn't pull it off, unfortunately. But their next game will be Saturday at Methodist. So good luck to the Pacers on Saturday. Already. So now uh, a new thing we're going to do for sports is I'm going to be bringing on people each week to kind of talk, have some quick sports conversations with me about things that are going on outside of peace. That's why I got my guy Nathan Oates here. <laughs> What's good with you, man? So the first thing we're going to take a look at is the NFL playoffs. Obviously, a lot of good stories there. NFC, Definitely. Rams. It's getting exciting, yo. I can't wait. Rams versus Saints. That's going to be at 3.05 on Fox Sunday. And then Patriots versus Chiefs in the AFC Championship will be at 6.40 on CBS. You're not going to want to miss that. So. Yeah, no, nah, i got to record it or something. What, what do you think, Nathan? <laughs> to be honest with you, man, I think it's going to be – the game will probably be between the Patriots and the Chiefs. That's the mm-hmm. one I'm looking at, to be honest. That's the mm-hmm. one I, I really want to see firsthand. Just because, like, high-power offense, I mean, they went for, like, I remember when the Chiefs played the Rams, and that was yep. crazy. Like, yeah, my sure. dad walked in my room, like, I've never seen a 200-point or a 100-point game mm-hmm. like this. You know what I'm saying? Which is wild. But um, as far as the, the – is it the Chargers and the who? No. Nah. 
It's uh, Patriots, Chief, Patriots, Chiefs in the AFC Championship, Rams, yeah. Saints in the NFC Rams Championship. Rams and Saints were, yeah. Uh, as far as the Saints, um, they're really doing good. Um, to be honest with you, Drew Brees is playing at an MVP caliber. Um, and they got enough weapons to get the job done, but it's just a matter of playing all four quarters. For sure. I mean, this is definitely, like, one of the better years for the NFL playoffs. These are clearly all the best teams in yeah, the league. <laughs> Has been all year. So fans are definitely get when, getting what they want. I am I predicted a Rams-Chiefs Super Bowl. So mm, uh, that would be smart. I'm that riding smart. on that. I'm I'm one for one on predictions so far this year because I predicted. But I ain't even going to lie. When the, when the Chiefs played the Patriots the first time, it was a good one, wasn't it? Uh, yeah. I Earlier forget what happened season. in that game. Yeah, if I'm not mistaken. If I'm not mistaken. It but, could have been somebody else. Yeah. Who knows? I'm, I've been doing good, I've been doing <laughs> good on predictions for the NFL this year because I Word. predicted Baker Mayfield yeah. to start week three, so. He's done good, though. Yeah. Yeah, the I Browns like actually did phenomenal this I year. I like Baker. So. But anyway, that's NFL. We're going to move on to the NBA. Uh, main headline in the NBA, at, uh, today anyway, uh, Lakers beat the Thunder in overtime last night. Uh, LeBron is still out. He's been out since uh, the Christmas Day game against the Warriors where he strained his groin. Mm. This is the longest LeBron has been out in his entire career. Uh, Lakers are currently 5-7 no. and seven without okay. LeBron. Where? Um, they travel to Houston next, but uh, LeBron won't be traveling. But he did just get cleared to practice um, right. as of today. I think it's valuable for the organization, though, to mm-hmm. be honest with you. Because when you have, like, a leader like LeBron on the floor at all times, sometimes it, like, waters down the possibility for growth for other players. Because, you know, he's right. a floor general type oh, coach. Sure. You know what I'm saying? Best so when you're in the spotlight and you have to like take control of things as a young player like Lonzo and Kyle Kuzma mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying um even unexperienced players like Michael Beasley or Lance Stevenson who actually have talent but not don't really know where they fit into the system yet mm-hmm. then it, I think like towards the end of the season it'll it'll gel much better yeah you know and a lot of Lakers fans have been concerned as far as him being out this long but and then other people have been saying it's a good thing because they're like taking the highest of precautions (laughs) because I mean he's their ticket yeah exactly which is why he should like rest easy you know what I'm saying plus 82 games last season plus that strong playoff run that he did Mm -hmm. so but I would I think he's going to be back soon and speaking of of LeBron Mm -hmm. um, our last little topic here before we wrap up whoa whoa we forgot about 51 points, though. By who? KD? Oh, yeah. 51 points in a first quarter? That's crazy. Absolutely wild. He, yeah. He, he's definitely probably the top scorer oh, of, of all, all time. time. Top three. I'd have top to say. I'm, I'm a LeBron so. fan to my core. Yeah. But as far sure. as offensive capabilities, like a, a seven-foot guard, you know what I'm saying? Just You mm-hmm. can tell the game's changing. But uh, lastly, uh, before we have to wrap up, uh, Kyrie actually, who, if you don't know, Kyrie's a point guard for the Boston Celtics, used to play with LeBron uh, for the Cavaliers. They won a championship together um, until they had a little bit of a bad split uh, a couple years ago. But he actually reached out to LeBron after the Celtics lost to the Magic, and he actually apologized for not seeing the bigger picture, which LeBron obviously was. As far as being a leader, because Kyrie split from LeBron because he wanted to be the leader of his own team. Mm. Um, 
and he he found out it's a lot harder than you thought and Definitely. he Especially. he apologized for that and my question for you though is mm-hmm. could that mean Kyrie could end up going to reunite with LeBron in LA cuz he will be a free agent this summer to be honest with you, I highly doubt it. Um, but I definitely respect the fact that he uh, he called LeBron and apologized for what had for happened sure. because they did have like to be honest with you with the with the playoffs that LeBron had last year with Kyrie with him, he probably could have rematched the Warriors. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. As far as uh, Kyrie's take on it, to be honest with you, I think. In the position where he wants to become a leader, you know what I'm saying? Um, of course he is, and he's, like, one of the most talented guards we have in the NBA. Um, it takes a lot of courage to admit what some might seem as a mistake mm-hmm. in leaving Cleveland yeah. and LeBron. But at the same time, for your own personal well-being sometimes, maybe it's not – I know everybody can't play with LeBron. Yeah, so, it's tough. Um, what was the question again? <laughs> it was just, uh, do you think Kyrie and LeBron might reunite in L.A.? Uh, I, I still think Kyrie wants his own team. I still yeah. I think Kyrie wants to do it without LeBron. But as far as the possibility, maybe later on down the line. But I don't think in this upcoming offseason, no. Even though this upcoming offseason is going to be big as far as other um, potential free agents like Boogie. and Yeah. All right. Well, that's going to do it for this week's sports news. And we'll see you next week. All right. So this week, we're going to introduce a new segment called Peace Pop, where we talk all things pop culture. And this week, we're going to start off with this new show on Netflix that was originally aired on Lifetime called You, that stars Penn Padgley, who starred on Gossip Girl back when that show was like a hit. And it's all about him stalking this one girl and like doing all this crazy stuff that's like so insane it like warps you in so much but we're gonna just discuss that and yeah so that's the first topic for this week we'll try not to give too many spoilers but if you haven't seen you don't listen to this part yeah spoiler alert this is because we're going to talk about the whole season because it the whole first season is out on netflix and they're already they're already they're already guaranteed a second season and third Really? I didn't hear about the third. Oh. So definitely watch it if you haven't. Oh, get on it. It's a must watch on Netflix. You'll go through it so fast. Like, me and Hannah, one of uh, Alex and I's roommate, we, the two of us watched it in two days. And the only thing that stopped us from watching it in one day is, like, I had work, and then the next day was a Monday, so we had to go to class. Definitely a must-watch. It's not even that type of show where you have to, like, give it a little bit to get into it. It's, like, no. right off the bat, first oh, episode, you're hooked. The first two episodes so were good. so intense. Yeah, it was, like, like, fast-paced. Oh, yeah, because it, it like, opens up, and so this guy, Joe, is the main character that Penn Padgley plays, and he works at a bookstore, and the girl, the other Beck. lead, Beck... She walks in, just, you know, trying to buy a book, minding her business, and then he sees her and is like, I want her. Yep. And then, oh my gosh. I don't even know where to start from there. Basically, she's like getting her master's and writing. Yeah, she's in school, and she wants to be a writer, and she's been struggling lately with, like, writer's block and getting stuff in on time because she's a full-time student has to work and then like, she has a boyfriend that's kind of like mentally abusive like doesn't oh, really yeah, support yeah, yeah. her he's always gone always like hungover drunk, yeah he's just like, like a that. mess of a human and I'm so she also Not does poetry her, obviously and so she yeah. goes to these 
poetry, what are they called? Poetry slams? Poetry oh, yeah, slams, yeah, yeah. yeah. Poetry club meetings. And, and, like, her friends are also not, like, the best support system. They're kind of, like, fake. They're yeah. They're snooty. Yeah, yeah, and, like, they're they're actually, like, pretty, like, loaded yeah. compared to Beck. Like, Beck is, like, sh- like a, shrug- a struggling student. And, like, Peach, her, like, best friend, supposedly, is, like, absolutely loaded with money. Mm-hmm. And, like, Beck, being a stand-up girl, is, like, I don't want to take your money. But they make her feel bad for not having a lot, so they go to these expensive restaurants, and then when birthdays roll around, she feels obligated to buy these big gifts. But homegirl can't afford that. But then also... She got rent to pay. Peach is also, like, secretly obsessed with Beck. She's also stalking Beck. I, I was like, I don't know Those what the big... girl's got two stalkers going on. And, but, like, but the weird thing is, is, like, Peach is supposedly her best friend, and, like, Peach is, like, secretly in love with her. Uh-huh. She has, so like, pictures of her saved on her desktop. And- yeah. And, like, with Peach and her family, because she comes from money, like, in her, like, family dynamic, like, being anything but straight is, like, not okay. So she can't, like, come out and just, like, be herself. So she's, like, hiding it and is obsessed with her time. best friend. Because if she can't, like, be with her, she wants to be there for her. Did that make sense? Yep. Yeah, sure. Yeah. But Beck's the type of girl that you can pretty much get along. Like, she'll get along with anybody. So she yeah. doesn't want to hurt her best friend's feelings. But she doesn't want to hurt, like, Joe's feelings. She oh, doesn't yeah. want her hurt her boyfriend's feelings. Yeah. So she's caught in the middle of everybody while trying to mind her own business. And it's a struggle for and her. And then Joe, like, he... He wants to be the one who helps Beck the most. So, So, like, what fuels his, like, whole MO is that he, like, wants to be whatever Beck needs. And he wants to do what's best for Beck. So, like, if that means killing her ex-boyfriend, he did that. Yep. And... Did it. Like, and then he killed Peach. This is, like, major spoilers. But, like, he's, like, eliminating these people from her life. And, like, not just, like... Not just, like, oh, you need to, like, cut them out. Like, he's killing people. And then making up what happened But, like, what the like... craziest thing about this show is that you get to a certain point in the season where you're, like, kind of rooting for Joe and Beck to make it. Yeah, okay, let they me are tell cute you, together. By the, fir- by the second episode, I was on Joe's side. He may be a serial killer, and he may be a stalker, but that... The right. way but he's doing he, it for the right reason. No, the way he gets in, like, the girl's mind. You know how guys, like, can't pick up on things. They just don't pick no, up on things No, he picks up on all. everything. He picks up. And, like, up. he just mm-hmm. seems so normal when she when he is with Beck. Like, he just seems so normal. And then when he's not with Beck and, like, we're getting, like, the, like, monologue of him and how he thinks and everything, it's, like, crazy. And it's, like, things that girls need, but they don't want to come out and, like, just tell the guy right. or whatever it's like Somehow he already he knows. knows it but he knows like extra too so he like puts in all the effort for her but like oh, i'm just like beck so really couldn't have done anything to avoid this like if i'm being honest like right. joe is just a really good at what he does he's a psychopath <laughs> like what what can you say but he's like protective well and, and, yes. in See, and he's done it in the past with the with other girlfriend, Candace, Candace. his ex girlfriend, so and he has then, experience. and we thought she was like dead mm-hmm. because another spoiler. Yeah, we thought she was dead. Like just like the way that they were presenting it and everything, they didn't like come right out and say it. But he was having flashbacks of her, so yeah, she yeah. kept like appearing. So you didn't really know what was. Yeah, we didn't happening. know what happened. We didn't know if he killed her. We didn't know if. Yeah, she... and then she like pops up at the last like. I think 20 the only seconds thing we knew for sure episode. was that she cheated on him. Yeah, so mm-hmm. she cheated, and then like that's basically what sent. Joe in a downward spiral with any girl he saw next. But, like, then when um, Beck found all the stuff in the ceiling. 
Okay, okay. so Joe hides yeah. whoever he kills. He gets part he of has their like, stuff. Well, he has, like, evidence that he has to, like, keep. Like, he can't just, like, throw that away. So, like, yeah. the teeth from Benji, Beck's ex-boyfriend, mm-hmm. he had to keep those so that there weren't dental records. And, and like, so he had to keep those. And then he also phone. kept Beck's phone that he stole but he smashed it, so like I guess there's like And then like, like Beck's underwear was in there. Yeah, because he stole that. Because he stole that from her apartment when he, he got in there. Like so there's all just like these all these things. things that he had accumulated, a, like a surrounding Beck that he couldn't keep in his apartment because Beck's obviously there all the time because like they're in a full they're blown. In the ceiling. They're yeah. like in a full blown relationship, so he has them in this box and keeps it in the in his ceiling of the bathroom, and then she finds out about it. And then it. Beck and finds then... it or whatever, and. Then all of a sudden you're like, oh crap, you're right. This is not okay because like up until then, like I was rooting for the two of yep. them. But then I was like, oh wait, Beck, get out. That was the get first time out. he kind of turned like really angry and like all, scary. Like, yeah. Yes, scary. like scary, scary but her. towards yeah. Beck. Like yeah. he'd been scary, obviously, to the other people, but not towards her. I've liked him. Well, and another <laughs> reason why I like him, which I feel like they did good in the show, where making you like him is he, with Paco. He has a neighbor. Oh yeah, yeah. Who, yeah. He like, has takes this little a boy mom in. who um, is kind of a drug addict, and she has she struggles with drugs and alcohol, and she has a boyfriend who is abusive and is just really scary. First off, and Joe is kind of like Paco's mentor, I guess. Yeah, and because he works in a bookstore, Paco likes reading books, so he takes Paco down into his bookstore and like kind of educates him more about like the bookstore and cool books, and lets him and kind of defends him when yeah. the boyfriend comes around and is and like takes care of him when the mom's having issues he's kind of like an older brother yeah Yeah. so you kind of like him because of that but then because like with the people that he cares about he's like so likable and then with the people that he is like absolutely like they need to go da 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 he is the absolute extreme like on the complete well, opposite and all spectrum. the people he's killing are people who are hurting the people that he yeah. loves. So, like, yeah. everything's fueled by this, like, idea of, like, these are the people that he loves. But so it's not just random people. But it's like, people who have affected. Yeah, but with, like, Candace, that was somebody that he truly loved, but she hurt him. So it was flipped. So then everything in his and mind And I'm assuming went, that's what the next... Woo! That's what the next season's probably is all about be, Candace. All about and, her, like, she I back. really hope... Wait, was there a funeral for Beck? Did we see that? No, there no. wasn't. All okay. it was was he was in the bookstore and he said Beck's okay. been dead for however long. She comes many. out with a book and Oh, okay. So we And then she's we definitely see him burying dead. the body, but we okay. don't know whose body think it is. Ron is Paco's dad, who was abusive towards Paco's mom. I think that because Joe's kind of taken Paco in and he sees like the dad being abusive. I thought that was just the boyfriend. I think it's just the boyfriend. I don't think oh, it's well, his dad. Okay, but so yeah, the yeah. boyfriend. I think the really, father figure. I think he killed Ron. Beck is well, he still did kill Ron. Alive, we know that. I think. I really hope Beck isn't dead because I really liked her. But apparently, she he did kill Ron. He helped Paco kill yeah. Ron. Yeah. We just yes. don't know what he did with oh the body God. and if the body... But that's, I think show, that's they the show, only body. I don't yeah. think Beck's dead. They show moving a body, but they also show him taking Beck when she tries to escape. And all we know is there's, he's burying a body. We don't know whose when it is. She, when he yanked her down the stairs, I about lost my bananas. Like, oh my God. So season two picks up with Joe, if they're going off based on the book, yeah. Joe is going to be in Hollywood, and it says that he's going to find, like, another love interest, and Ugh. so I don't know if it's going to be, like, the same thing, but in Hollywood, 
I'm excited. I'm I just really I'm hope Beck's not dead. I do too. And I like there are books though. I uh, kind of want to read them. I'm not um, a big reader, but I, I just feel like be I want to read them. I want to be surprised now. I want to at least read the first one to see how similar it was. I'm not. But I don't really like to read ever. But I feel like good for you. But like I do, they have a release date for season two. I think season two is going to be in the fall of this year. So, I think. Long time. But, like, oh, my God. I'm just – I need the second season to come out because I need to watch it ASAP. So, if you've seen you on Netflix and if you have thoughts about it, comment. We want to hear your suggestions, what you think. Do you like it? Do you not? Just engage with us. All right. So, on this next – segment for peace pop we're going to talk all things bachelor and bachelor nation now personally i'm not all that caught up on the new season i'm nowhere near caught up yeah are you caught up caitlin i am uh bachelor monday that is my night to make sure all my homework is done because caitlin is glued to the tv for those two hours <laughs> so it looks like Colton. coming over to caitlin's for monday <laughs> sure yeah. come on see, like my problem is i coach from seven to nine on oh, mondays and, and bachelor's eight to ten eight to ten so this season's bachelor if you haven't heard oh. it's colton underwood and it's a what big a cutie deal. gosh i love him it's a big deal though because he's apparently the a first virgin. the first virgin bachelor and he explained that it's not because of his religion or anything it's just he wants to save it for that one that he knows that he's in love with and apparently he hasn't found that yet so this is why he's on the bachelor yeah so there's already a lot of drama you know how they like cast that one girl for specific drama yes, yes. they know that well they have that drama. there's this girl named Catherine, and she's like specifically like the drama person of that season mm-hmm. but then there's also it's called colton's cougars oh and it's the older girls in the house it's like age and by range, the older girls it's like, like 27 to 31 yeah age range like not even that old it's just that everyone else is literally like just straight out of college yeah so in aged. the past the bachelors have been like 30s upper 30s yeah like bachelors that have been on the dating scene for a hot minute and yeah. they just can't find that one yeah. so then they have older contestants mm-hmm. older girls well this time colton is only 26 so yeah. they've cast yeah, girls that are like 21 22 and in that range yeah so anyhow there's the colton cougars who are of course like a little more mature mm-hmm. and then the 22 year olds are getting mad at that and they're coming out heated with their claws and there's so much drama this semester on um, a season but semester. you know what's funny is that the whole thing on Ari's season last season was Becca M being only 23. Yep. And literally, that's like half the cast this season. Yep. I, thought, I'm just like, I thought it was interesting because usually when girls come out of the limo, you know, they look nice. They always have their curl, their hair like curled yeah. or straightened. They're looking good. Stuff like that. Yeah. Well, this season, I realized that so many people now have like fake eyelashes, fake hair extensions. It's like little, over the extra. top. Mm-hmm. And so I actually like wrote a blog post about this, and people were saying it's because like they cat they think it's because they cast such like early like really young girls, yeah. And so that's like the trend now is like fake eyelashes, fake hair extensions, mm-hmm. stuff like that. And so it's gonna and so yeah, that's why it's gonna be on the show because it's yeah. the trend now. With yeah, but what's like crazy about it is that like it takes some skill to put on a fake eyelash and do all the extensions and everything, and like. They don't have makeup artists or like hairstylists on on the show for the girls or the contestants. That's them. So they're doing all the, all like all that Props on their own. Them. Like I that's do it. 
That's some serious skill. Because, like, fake eyelashes, have you ever tried putting those on? I have not. They are hard. Like, you have to, like, wait for the glue to just get dried That's enough so much. that it sticks to your eye. But then you have to stick it on perfectly. And, like, it takes me, if I wear fake eyelashes, like, if I'm going out or something, it takes me, like, 20 minutes. Like, I would rather just put on, like, loads of mascara. Oh, kind yeah, yeah. pump that up. And I, like, <laughs> never wear them. But, like, if I, like, for my cousin's wedding, I wore them then. Special and, occasions. Oh, like, OMG, like, it literally took forever. So, anyhow, Colton, he's, like, everybody in Bachelor Nation's talking about him being the virgin. And I yeah. think we're kind of past the virgin talks with this season. But, I like, hope so. It's but, all been, Colton, it's like, you know when they have their one-on-one time, it's the first time after they stepped out of the limo, and then before the first rose ceremony, they get, like, the one-on-one time. Everybody was like, why are you a virgin? Like, yeah. oh my gosh, the whole night it came up. It's like, so what? Move on. Like, yeah. But, like, the fact that ABC made the tagline what does he have to lose, just to, like, emphasize mm-hmm. his virginity even more, I'm like, can we move on? Like, yeah, whatever. He's, like, a hot dude that's a virgin. Like, let's get over it. Like, it's mm-hmm. not... Like, I don't think it's all that interesting. It's if his I'm business. Being and it's just, like... I just, like, hate to see that, like, it is a... It's, like, considered for, like, a deal breaker. Yep. For one so girl, many people. One girl actually said... I think it was on the first episode. One girl said um, that him being a virgin was going to come with baggage. And right. that literally blew my mind because if I'm being honest, it I would rather have somebody that's a virgin than somebody with like kids that I'm about to be like stepmom to yeah. or something. Like that's definitely more baggage. I don't yeah. know why being a virgin would be baggage. Yeah, but I hope we're past the virgin talk. Me yeah. too, because I'm like really sick and tired of hearing it on like every promo. Mm-hmm. Like it's just so annoying, and I don't think it's like that big of a deal. Like I just don't see like the hype around it. If I'm being honest. I'm excited for Monday, though. You know how they always do the most dramatic season ever. Yeah, Chris Harrison always says that. Well, then there's, like, a part where they show Colton, like, saying he can't do it anymore or something. And then he, he like, jumps jumps over a fence. That takes mad skill because that fence is so high and he has done one jump That has got to be, like, at least a 15-foot fence. Yeah. And he just... But it's like nighttime, and Chris Harrison is like, Colton, Colton, buddy, where are you? And he's like, Colton's nowhere to be found. I'm just, I'm all in. I'm so excited. That was a good promo. Like, you you reeled me in there. I haven't watched the first two episodes all the way through yet, but you got me. I'm I'm here for (laughs) it. Already reeled in. And then other news in Bachelor Nation. Bachelor Ari got married, was it last Saturday? Yeah, to Lauren. Lauren, And they're expecting their first child, but their... Their wedding was Their wedding was in, was it Hawaii? I think it was in Hawaii. Yeah. Yeah, it was in Hawaii. And it was so 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 pretty. pretty. Her dress. Look up pictures because that's definitely. We're looking like, at it right now, and her like dress they is had very it. Pretty. It's very like it was like out, simple, but yeah. it's very pretty. It was like yeah, but outdoors, like, but with the deep V. Like she's showing a little skin. But then she has her little baby bump cover. Like you can't yeah. see it that much yeah. yet. It just looks so elegant. It's, it's not like, like too flashy either. It's just enough where it. It's revealing but not too revealing it's very it's just really classy. pretty it suits her very i like well. her hair so if you're not caught up on things bachelor bachelor nation get on that so we can talk together about it on social media 
But also, did you see that Caitlin Bristow is and dating Jason, Jason from Becca's season? season. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. he was the one that people were going to predict him being The Bachelor because yeah. he was him the one Blake. that was low-key. He was chill, but he was very romantic on her season. He didn't really yeah. start any drama. He was kind of just, he was really... He was the most normal out of all of them. Yeah, he was very romantic. Like, him and Garrett were the two that were, like, the most normal people that, like, they cast normally. And he just was, like, he was just, like, so sweet. He was sweet, But yeah. he was also, like, your typical, like, guy's guy, like, loves sports, loves all that kind mm-hmm. of stuff. But, like, also, he's, like, I got my woman. That's he was real woman. manly. Yeah, like, he's, like, you're just, like, stereotypical, like, masculine man. So on the season finale of Becca's season, when they do it, like, live, when they're mm-hmm. getting proposed to and stuff, when he came out, when they introduced him or whatever, as just, like, the contestant, yeah, everybody in the crowd, like, cheered for uh, him the loudest, mm-hmm. and everybody was rooting for him to be the Bachelor. Because then, Evelyn loved him so much, and then he yeah, got he a haircut, and that was a game changer. Yep, yep, yep. So then they had Bachelor in Paradise, mm. and Colton was on that. And then things didn't go well there. With him and Tia. With him and Tia. And so he got off. And then that's when they announced that he was going to be The Bachelor. So anyhow, Jason and Caitlin Bristow, she From was bachelorette. a bachelorette. Yeah. <clears throat> it was, what, four years ago? Yeah, because yeah, like, her and Sean were together for a very long time. So her and Sean, they, Beef. like, moved in. They were pretty yeah. much, like, they had were a life like, together. Yeah. And so I liked them together a lot, but then mm-hmm. they they broke up, which is like stuff happens, like cool beans. But and they then, both like respected each yeah, other yeah, and yeah. stuff. They were nice about it. And I saw, um, I was watching. I think it was Chicks in the Office. I was like listening to their podcast, and he, they had an interview with Caitlin Bristow. And Caitlin was like, I think the thing that I lost the most out of that relationship was Doodle, their golden retriever. Oh, yeah. <laughs> she posts that on Instagram. Yeah, <laughs> she always, like, funny. posts her laying in the bed. She's like, I miss Doodle. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. It's so cute. But anyhow, her and Jason are together now, and she posts Instagram stories of them They're dancing. Cute. I so saw all really of those. those. I was like, I am here for this relationship. Because I don't think out of, like, Bachelor Nation, I've seen, like, two people that were, like, so on the same like mm-hmm. level like yeah. Caitlin is like a very funny and like witty girl and like she also like loves her wine and it's just like she looks like cool, she's out for a fun she's, time she's just like, like a cool chick yeah. and then like Jason is like literally just like the guy version of Caitlin like he's witty he's funny and he's like romantic and everything he looks like also, the type of guy he's like that a cool like, dude yeah like they're just like both like super cool and super chill, and I'm just like the two of you. They're really cute. Together. I really hope that this like works out in the end, and that I see like some really cute babies out of you too. Like that's oh, yeah. where like oh, yeah. my mind went. Bachelor Nation babies. Oh my god, It'd be like, a whole new show. Oh my gosh, it's imagine cute. if all like the Bachelor Nation babies at some point, like when they're all like grown up, all have a show, and they're like all dating each other. <laughs> like, that would wouldn't be that really be weird? Cool. That's but that'd be like. Well, and then Ben is now dating Ben Higgins. He was a oh. bachelor, and him Couple and Lauren. Ago. He got proposed to Lauren. What's her name? Bushnell. Is Bushnell, yeah. And then it didn't work out for them in the end, and so he's been pretty much single yeah, the whole been, time. I think she's dated he's been doing two guys. A lot of like um, community servicing and uh, stuff like he's that. He's been traveling, traveling abroad and stuff, and like mission trips. Mm-hmm. And well, stuff she's like that. dating now. She's dating country star Chris Lane, mm-hmm. and then he came out in the news, and he was talking about that he's finally moved on, and he like has bettered himself, and so now he's ready for another relationship. So he is in a relationship now. I don't know with who. Uh, I don't either. 
But He's go so Ben. Cute. I like, like Ben Higgins. I liked him as a bachelor, but I feel like on his bachelor season, I it was just too much. Like he was like wore his heart on his sleeve and everything, and I was on the emotional roller coaster with him, and it just tore me up too much. I was like, this he is, was, yeah, was really, really emotional. emotional. Which he is was. like, which is like for me, I'm like. I don't want to, like, invalidate anyone's emotions or feelings, but I was so invested Mm -hmm. that I was also having those emotions and feelings, and I was torn up when, like, they went through the whole, like, I love you stuff and everything. I was like, oh, my God. And it was like he cared so much about not hurting someone. He would, like, just cry to himself, and it was so sad. I, like, oh, oh, my God. And I listen to Caitlin Bristow's podcast a lot. Off the Vine? Oh, I love her podcast. I love her podcast. And, like, she will, like, will not sugarcoat anything about her bachelorette season and, like, all the anxiety and, like, the cyberbullying that she went through. And she's like, no one can prepare you to be in that position. Oh, yeah, there's no way. Like, oh, my gosh. So then, Colton, speaking of the bullying and stuff on social media and everything, Colton said that... On the preview, when he was, like, jumping over the fence and everything, mm-hmm. and then they showed him saying, I don't care if this makes me the most hated bachelor and all bachelor. Oh, yeah, yeah. And I so, I am, um, if y'all want to come over to my house drama. Monday night. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I, I always have to just catch up on Tuesdays. So sad. But, gotta work. Definitely to make that a drama-filled <laughs> season, but what bachelor, but I'm excited. bachelor season all is bachelor, it? Bachelor, <laughs> yeah. Next drama. week, I'll be all caught up on three up on the first three episodes, and we can talk. We can pick our favorites and like who By we then. predict to be in like top five, top three, and to win. We'll do that next week, and then also do bachelor recaps on my blog. If you go to cocowithcaitlin.wordpress.com, if you've missed any episode at 11 p.m., it is published. I'll probably be going there for a Shameless plug! (laughs) Read it there to get all caught up. Yeah, so we'll definitely do recaps on here next week when we're all caught up here and pick our favorites and do all that. Go watch it. Till next time. All right, so this is going to be our last little segment. It's going to be uh, just kind of like a random conversation. Some weeks it might be serious, other weeks it might be fun. Um, but it's going to be something we can all kind of chime in on. And this week, uh, as most of you know, something that's kind of popular right, right now on social media is this big old 10-year challenge. So we're going to kind of just have a little discussion about what the heck were we doing 10 years ago. What were you doing 10 years ago, Will? Uh, mm. <laughs> you guys go first. I got to gather this information real quick. Alex? Well, yeah. I we was, were 10. Yeah, we were 10. I was almost 11. I was playing club softball still. I think I was playing soccer as well, too. Uh-huh. Just I, bad times because I was terrible. I think I was playing soccer, I too. looked exactly the same, though. Like, if I look at pictures, I <laughs> look exactly the same. So, <laughs> I don't know if that's a good thing or a bad thing. <laughs> well, I went through some, like, weird haircuts over the years. And, like, remember when the side bangs were, like, oh, rolling? Yes, I had Well, and then bangs. I would pair it with a fedora. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. And I was, like, the Hannah Montana thing. Obviously, so, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And obviously it was Absolutely. blue plaid. Obviously, my fedora was blue plaid. Like, it wasn't, like, a normal color. It was, like, blue, black, and, like, white plaid. 
And I remember where, like, I remember we were in Disney World, and I was like, oh my gosh, my blue plaid fedora goes with my blue plaid scarf. And then I wore, <laughs> and then I wore like this all white outfit underneath, and obviously it was like the shorts that go down your knees, and then these like sneaker things that were also a variation of a blue plaid. Those shorts yeah. were such a trend that you they could really roll trend. up, but they were like the long shorts. Oh yeah, they my were, like, god, they're tight. And then like also that was around the time when like duct tape was like a huge mm-hmm. like thing. You know how like now it's like slime. Well, back then it was duct tape and when I tell you I had like 25 duct tape bows but they weren't like the little cutesy ones that you just like put in your hair the huge like, ones. they were literally like you could see it on both sides of my head <laughs> <laughs> do you have pictures of this I not on my phone but I like somewhere because this was like before like social media was like really big yeah so yeah. like I don't think I have too many pictures but I do have pictures from like our Disney World trip when I was in the fifth grade and uh God. You didn't put it on your MySpace? No, I wasn't allowed oh, to have a MySpace. I wasn't allowed to have a MySpace or Facebook until I was in uh, middle school, and then that was when, like, Instagram kind of was the thing and yeah. Snapchat. So, like, I n- MySpace kind of never. Like, I have a Facebook, but, like, I it's just my profile picture. Speaking of Hannah Montana. Oh, 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 <laughs> Will's obsessed with Hannah I'm Montana. I'm not anymore. <laughs> anymore. I don't, I don't know. Anymore. I feel like if it came out, like, no. That's what I was doing, too. <laughs> That's what you were doing 10 years ago? Not. Hang on, Molly posters. <laughs> Wait, did you have posters? Out of the pop team? <laughs> no, better. I had a tattoo. A I had a little Hannah Montana oh tattoo that I got out of a vending machine. Oh, kind of, you have to get wet and stick oh to your skin. Okay, you should have led with temporary tattoo. Because yeah, I was like, what were like, you doing you at like tattoo. 10, 12 years old with mm. a real tattoo? And what's worse, I never even put it on. Like, I stored it in my drawer. Because <laughs> I didn't want to use it. You're like Creepy Joe. I'm not here. like Oh my God. I had an obsession with Hannah Montana slash Miley Cyrus 10 years ago. Oh. That's to cute. this day. Oh, that's awesome. That's so cute. I mean, but Miley Cyrus is now blonde. I like uh, it. She's looking really natural. Awesome. Yes, yeah. she is. And married she, now. I yeah. Oh my god, she just got married. Love it. Yeah. On New Year's. She's oh. finally off the market. <laughs> finally. Oh, <laughs> oh wow. She's off the market for Since like the last song came out. I know. So other True. than being Hannah Montana obsessed, like what were you what into? Else were you doing? Yeah. What, what was were I your into? activities? Um. I was playing Little League 10 years ago. I was 12. Oh, my yeah. God. That's cute. Uh, I did get dumped at Biltmore State on a field trip <laughs> at 12 years old. Oh, it my God. Heartbreaking. Your first heartbreak. <laughs> yes. Did you cry? Oh. <laughs> and, you know, the, it, was, it was a long relationship. lasted a weekend. But <laughs> at Biltmore State, I got – it was actually on the way to Biltmore State. Oh, I spent oh. So you had the whole field trip that. still ahead of you. In yes. Back. And you know what I did? I plotted in my head, all right, how am I going to get her back? How am I going to get her back? <laughs> totally Joe from you. Wow. Yeah. That's and then crazy. she took me back and then dumped me again on the way home. Oh! <laughs> Two heartbreaks, one field yeah. trip. Poor yeah. Will. Oh. It's a so, memorable field trip, I So guess. that's it why was... you're the way you are now. <laughs> and what would that be? Oh, <laughs> that was shady. <laughs> yes, it was, but that's not unusual for Caitlin. Will's fun. Nice. Wait, so where were you ten so what were you doing ten years ago, Caitlin? Woo! I was skateboarding. <laughs> Full out. Every day. Oh going my to the god. Skate park. 
Were, were you like Caitlin. super into like Ever Levine? Yeah. Well, no, oh, I was more like dude stuff, oh. not like skater. Girl. Not like the girl punk thing. I wasn't mm-hmm. like skater girl. I was like full on like skateboard. You were skater boy. Ska- oh, yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. <laughs> so like both of my brothers, they only shopped at like Endless Grind up here, mm. I don't and PacSign <laughs> is like any skate sh- like shop. Oh, yeah. That's where they went to get their clothes, oh. and so I loved it, and I didn't care about girl drama anything I would rather just hang out with me and the bros and so I would I would always shop where my brothers went to shop no makeup didn't care about my hair didn't care about anything I would wake up eat breakfast grab my skateboard go with the brothers to the skate park and we would literally we'd get there around like 10 a.m and leave at like 9 p.m whenever it got dark you know there was like a cvs right beside the skate park so if we got hungry or anything we just skated over to the cvs and got arizona green teas and a bag of (laughs) chips and then went back to the skate that was my life skate park all the way i'm pretty sure i was still playing soccer and like Mm -hmm. now obviously i play volleyball but oh my god and like i'm pretty sure i was on my first year of the travel team i was on the fourth team out of four, uh, uh, what was it? PWSI Courage, uh, 98 Gold. That was my team. And I had sports goggles because I'm oh. blind. So I can't, like, I need contacts or glasses. And so I had the sports goggles and the duct tape bow. <laughs> and duct tape bow. I'm, and, I, and I think I just started playing volleyball, like rec league. And because my mom played up until she got pregnant with me. So I was like, sorry to like end your rec league career, but like, <laughs> so she put me in rec league when I was in like fourth, fifth grade, and I guess I've been playing ever since. But oh my gosh, I was playing soccer still, and like, listen, I'm like now running up and down that field. Oh, it's that scary. is so displeasing to me. Like running, I just don't like running. Running is like Mm-mm. the devil's workout. Like I hate running. Devil's workout. I'll do a full on workout, but I don't, I don't like, like running. I would like do weights any day of the week yeah. over running, a hundred percent. You guys ran a lot in soccer practice too, I assume. Oh y- yeah. Like a oh. damn. Like they were just like they were just like go run, and I'm just like this yeah. sucks. And but we were the fourth team, so they really didn't care about our conditioning all that much. That's why I remember. And then I got cut the next year. Oh. Right? They were like, literally, the coach on the phone with my mom was like, "Yeah, Bergen talks too much at practice." That would be me. That would be us. I was like, "Well, look at me now, coach." What was his name? I don't know. Coach Mike. I don't know what his sure. name is. <laughs> I just went with Mike. Mike. That's funny you mentioning the running, because I remember when I, I was on travel baseball, uh, there was this dude, and we did a fair amount of running and conditioning, and this guy didn't like it. He's like, you know what? I think I might quit and play soccer. I'm like, that's more buddy, you're in for this. a rude awakening. <laughs> running. <laughs> you think this is bad. I can't wait to see this. Like, my dad was always my softball coach, so we ran all the time, and That's I had to nice. run more because he would be like, no, you have to be the most conditioned. I'm like, thanks, Dad. My dad thanks. coached softball, and I was on it for that, like, mm-hmm. one little time or whatever. And I hated actually playing, so I'd always, like, just get him to put me as the DH yeah. so I could just hit and get out and then sit back down. <laughs> like, I feel like my favorite part about sports is always, like, the social part. Like, yeah, like, I yeah, yeah, love yeah. playing. Like, don't stuff. get me wrong. I love volleyball. Like, that's my that's my thing. Like, I coach it. Like, that's, like, I literally play it here at Peace, and I also, like, use it to get money and, like, 
be able to survive. But like, <laughs> but like my favorite part about coaching and playing is literally like when we go on multi-day tournaments and like we're all together, we have overnight trips and we're just like, team bonding and stuff. we're just like together yeah. all the mm-hmm. time. I'm like, Hey, what's up? And you're just like, have friends. You're, you're like built in well, friends because you have to like, like each other. Also yeah, you kind of have to. My right. team, I don't remember any of the games. Like, I don't remember what like, team I remember the, like, the stupid crap we would yeah. do in the uh, hotel rooms. Like, never mm-hmm. playing Never Have I Ever and, like, yeah, Truth or Dare. Mm-hmm. And, we like... Did, our softball team did a shaving cream battle once. I remember oh, that. Oh, like, we did... Like, we absolutely, like... <laughs> destroyed hotel rooms oh, back yeah. when I was in high school. Yes. Our I'm, volleyball team did that. We went and we went like oh on the doors knocking, like the one that specifically had like do not disturb. Yeah. You know, on like, the doorknob. We, we were like, just annoying the mess out of them. Like I get why people hate teenagers. Yep. Like I like my yeah. team was like example like yeah. five thousand. Like, oh my God. Like we were just so loud because like on a travel team there's like usually like ten to twelve players. Mm-hmm. And it was like 10 16 year olds and gathered in one hotel room just like a tv two beds and just like phones and like That's the fun, world man. at our fingertips and we're like oh my god let's facetime da, da, da. don't you like him and, da, and like doing like all that like girl that girl oh, stuff. Ever oh that. my god mm. boy talk at tournaments is the best I never had boy talk. I was always around boys, and we would just I was gonna say you have brothers. We would, no, she you have a brother too. I have a brother too. I'm like so okay, so like sweet. me and my brother. Um, back when I was younger, like we hated each other. We got into fights all the time. But then as we got older, and now that we're both in like the same kind of phase of life, because when I was a freshman in high school, he was a senior in high school, and like there's a huge difference between a freshman and a senior mm-hmm. in high school. Like that's just a very large like large just like maturity gap, yeah. level. So like we still hate each other then. And then, like, when I finally got to college and, like, we actually became friends and, like, I call him, like, all the time. And, like, I'm like, okay, this is weird because we're now in, like, the same kind of phase of life. We can actually, like, relate on more things. But, like, going back to, like, this whole discussion, the 10-year challenge, LOL, but, like, 10 years ago, me and my brother hated each other. Like, we could not be in the same room together for more than five minutes. And, like, family dinner, that's, like, 30 minutes right there horrible like absolutely horrible like going at each other's throats and like my brother like he's like very witty yeah and like he can just come up with stuff right on the spot that's how my brother and is and dang it they sting mm-hmm. like words will never hurt me you thought wrong <laughs> i'm calling bull like that oh See, that's, like, the complete opposite of us because me and my brothers were like super close and we were homeschooled and so we would always do our homework like at the skate park <laughs> and so we were, so that's like all day we were with each other and we've always been best friends, best buds. Yeah, we're closer now, and especially because he played uh, college lacrosse at Ferrum, who's actually like in our conference. Well, not anymore; mm-hmm. they moved to Odak. But like now, having that like shared experience of like college athletics and like having weights and like conditioning and like being in season and your uh, non traditional season, all that kind of stuff, and just like that load of work on top of being a college student, like, having that similarity between the two of us, like, definitely, like, bonded us yeah. even more. Because I'd be like, sisters, I'd call him, so. there was, like, one point where I was like, I don't want to quit. I hate getting up early. I'm working <laughs> out five days a week. I'm not built for this. Because if you couldn't tell, like, I'm pretty much your girly girl to the T. Um, <laughs> so I was like, this is too much. I'm having to wash my hair every day. It's oh, not good. It, it dries out my hair. Going on and my tenth day. 
Josh I know. And my brother is like, okay, Bergen, like, and like, he just like puts everything in perspective for me now. And he's like, okay, Bergen, take a step back. Like, you're fine. You're just being dramatic. And I'm like, you're right. Because that's usually the I answer to my brother problems. Talks. Brothers are good. See, Do you I have a sister? No, it's just me and my brother. You have sisters. Yeah, I have an older sister. We went through, she was, she's eight years older than me, though. That's a big age gap, And though. so, like, when, see, I think that's why me and my brothers are so close, because she went off to college and stuff, and mm-hmm. so we're, we bonded when I would visit her at UNCW, where she went and stuff, mm-hmm. and so, like, she would always pick me up and take me to school with her and everything, so that was fun. We mm-hmm. bonded then, and that's when I had just, like, sister talk. We never, like, girl talked, but it was yeah. just, like, good sister talk. Yeah. Like, oh, the brothers are being annoying Venting, today. just, yeah, good bonding time. And then yeah. just me and my brothers, we just bros all the way. I have two younger sisters, so we're all of us are three and a half years apart. So I was always just the oldest. So it was kind of when I was going back to ten years. When I was ten, they were seven and three. So it was it was me by myself for a lot of the yeah I'm the oldest yeah. But now we're all really close. Yeah. Yeah, that's really cool but, though. Do you have any me. siblings, Will? No, it's just me, myself, and I. Yeah. All right, that's going to do it for Peace Talks. Uh, We want to thank you for joining us. Uh, This is only the beginning for this semester. We had a great time, and we're looking forward to bringing you plenty more of this. So until next time, that'll do it.